Welcome back, real estate rock stars. Here is what you can expect to learn in today's show. The number one biggest mistake you're making when it comes to your Instagram account, why no one's engaging with your content, insights on how to use ChatGPT for more than just the basics. Plus, if you stick around to the end, there's a completely unfiltered conversation between her and I about the struggles of what it's really like to be a business owner. And I went completely off-road with my normal questions and just asked her questions that I've never asked anyone before. And it was a super fun combo. So you probably know today's guest. She is the founder of our beloved Coffee in Contracts. You've probably seen her account on Instagram or you've considered or are using her templates in your own business. But yeah, it's the place where you go for all of the super cute and hilarious real estate templates. Haley Ingram got her license in 2017 and she worked as an agent for a few years before realizing that she loved Canva more than real estate. So she started Coffee and Contracts in 2019 and became the go-to place for real estate agents to get templates, tools, tips, everything social media related. So ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Haley Ingram. Haley, you have over four years experience of full time working with real estate agents as essentially like their marketing director. So what do you wish that more agents understood about marketing? Ooh, that's a good question. Um, I think the biggest mistake that I see agents make is not knowing who they're talking to in their marketing and like not knowing their ideal client or their audience. So a lot of times agents will just post on social media just to post and they'll just send out things just to send them out instead of thinking about like, who am I, who am I posting this for? And is this person going to get value out of this? So I would say that's probably like the biggest mistake that I see agents make is they just, they're talking to, they're trying to attract everyone. So it ends up speaking to nobody. To nobody. Yeah, that makes sense. Okay. So if I'm listening to this, I'm like, uh, okay, how do I hone in on that ideal client, like on that target audience? Do you have any recommendations for like some tactical steps that they could take? Yeah, I think uh, like... I think when this question comes up, a lot of people are like, well, if I'm choosing an ideal client, why don't I choose like multimillionaires and billionaires? Because, <laughs> um, you know, the commission will commission. be awesome. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> um, but I think a lot of times an ideal client is often like, a, it, it's a lot to do with like yourself. So like a version the a past version of yourself is often who your ideal client is. So if for me, I'm like, uh, I was just a first time home buyer. I'm just like a single person just bought my first home. If I was in real estate, my ideal client would probably be first time home buyers, maybe like single women, you know, first time home buyers or something like that. Um, I feel like we're in a better place to like serve people who are doing something that you've done before. Um, so that is one strategy. But I also think if you like look at your, clients that you've worked with and ask yourself like which client did I love to work with and I feel like I was the best fit as an agent for them um 
and that is who your ideal client should be. So like that could be, I think a lot of times it's like first time home buyers because that's just like, I mean, that's a good one. People love working with first time home buyers because it may be a little harder, but it's really rewarding. Yeah. Oh, that's <laughs> and comfortable. <laughs> Not scary. You know, yeah. working with someone who's like bought and sold a million times, it's like, oh, I mean, they might know more than me. That's <laughs> the true. first time you're like, yeah. I got this. Yeah. And I think a lot of times people get really nervous talking about ideal clients because they're like, I don't want to like commit to this client the rest of my life. But I feel like it can totally change. And I feel like it does change as you change and your career evolves. Like, I feel like it can always change down the line. But when you're creating content, I think I try to look at it as like, if someone comes on your Instagram page, are they going to follow you because they see what you're posting and they see like, oh my gosh, this person is speaking to exactly the problems that I'm having. And like this, this content is valuable for me. I'm interested in it. I'm going to subscribe. Um, or is it just like not relevant to them? They have no idea like who you're even helping. You're just a real estate agent in general. Like they're probably just going to go to the next page. So that's kind of how I try to look at it. Yeah, no, that makes sense. And the the target audience thing, that is something that I, in my years of selling real estate, so I was an investor first, a real estate investor. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, I, of course, I want to share my story, which it was at the time, like a lot to deal with investing. And therefore, mine's blowingly, the people who were attracted to me were real estate investors who wanted to mm-hmm. do a similar strategy. And it was something that I never actually strategically considered at the time that like the more I talk, the more I share, the more I go on podcasts that are about investing, that's the direct attention that I'm going to attract. And do I really want to work with investors, which there can be pros, but they're, you know, in my market, it was like $40,000 houses. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, 3% of that, it's not even worth it. (laughs) Yeah. So yeah, I think that this topic is um, not, not talked about enough, probably in the beginning especially mm-hmm. just like being aware that what you put into the universe will dictate the people that are attracted to you. Yeah. Yeah. That's so true. And that's a good point too. Like, I feel like the most engaging types of content or like storytelling posts, you know, like a reel where you're telling a story about your experience or where you're telling an experience about a client you've worked with and not just like a generic graphic that's like three tips to staging your home. So, and I feel like that goes hand in hand with like, if you're telling stories from your experience as an investor, people who are interested in that are going to be interested in that content, obviously, but then also it's going to be really engaging content because you're telling a true story about something that you've been through, you know? Yeah. And that, I mean, it made it hard too, because I still wanted to share what I was going through. And so, but by sharing it, it was attracting the attention that at the time I didn't even know that I wanted now looking hindsight 2020, but I guess... In that scenario, um, what advice would you give to someone who knows that their personal experience is not the type of person that they want to attract? Ooh, that's interesting. So, like, what's an, let's think of an example of that. Like, if like divorce, <laughs> I don't know. Like, what what would be an example? <laughs> well, of that? I feel we could just use me as an example. Uh-uh. So, like, I my experience was in real estate investing, but I didn't mm-hmm. want to work with investors. But that's where my experience oh. was. So in that case, do you, is there like this moment of you have to, you know, fake it till you make it till you become it? Or yeah. I don't know. What are your thoughts? That's interesting. Yeah. I feel like you could maybe put a spin on it and figure out like who your ideal client would be. That's like adjacent to that. Like you can say, I've worked on the other side of this, you know, like I, I was an investor. I've worked with investors. So 
um, like if you think about that, like from the other side, so like for homeowners or something like that, if they're selling their home, like, you know, like, I know how to market this to investors. I don't know. Like, um, I'm trying to think of like, we're just where that would be yeah. adjacent. Yeah. <laughs> just put you on the spot, like totally <laughs> off-road. <laughs> no, uh, no it's, it's good. Okay. So you wish that more agents knew about, you know, thinking through the strategy behind their target audience before just posting randomly. What else, what other common mistakes do you see? Because all the time, like literally you're working with real estate agents all the time as essentially their marketing director. Is that correct? Mm -hmm. And so, yeah, yeah, yeah. Go on. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I mean, I think like there, there's a, a few mistakes that, that we'll see agents making on Instagram. A lot of the times, um, agents will come to us and say like, I'm just not getting any engagement on my posts. I think like that's one of the biggest things is like, you know, I'm, I'm posting consistently and nobody is interacting with it. Um, and I think it always comes down to like a, a number of things. Um, one of them is obviously the ideal client thing. The, another thing is a lot of times the content is just it's it's not like very attention grabbing. Uh, we talk a lot about like hooks and grabbing the attention of the audience like immediately so they stay on your post. And there's a lot of different like tips and tricks that go into that depending on the types of posts. But um, I would say focusing on getting the attention of the audience right away, um, keeping them on your posts because then the longer someone stays on your post and if they're interacting with it, then the more the algorithm on whatever platform it is, is going to push that out to other people like that person. Um, so yeah, that's that's another one is just like, you know, people not really focusing on grabbing attention in the beginning of a post. Yeah. And even if the post does have really good content, if it's like substance to it, it's like if they're not, the attention isn't grabbed, they'll never get there and they'll never know. Yeah. Type of thing. Yeah, exactly. Question on what's working now, like with, in regard to hooks. Mm-hmm. Um, Honestly, I feel like my favorite hooks right now that have been working for me are controversial, <laughs> like just using controversy as a hook. So like some of my top performing posts have been, um, and mine, obviously I'm not a real estate agent, so you kind of have to tweak this around to real estate, but um, some of my top performing posts have been like, uh, nobody cares about your just sold. Like, and then it goes in to say like, you can still post that you just sold your listing, but uh, just don't just do a graphic, do this instead. So we're like providing value, but kind of started it off with like a, someone's like, oh, I just posted it, just sold. Um, and it gets like people commenting. There's a lot of controversy in the comments. Um, I, I forget. I've done another one that was like, it said like, don't steal the real, something like that. Like it was just like, kind of like point, like calling someone out, uh, for something that they may be doing that isn't right or um, or just kind of like starting off on like a, you know, like a spoiler alert or like hot take. Like, I feel like those do really well. Usually it's like grabs attention like, oh, what's the hot take? <laughs> yeah. It's, well, the just sold one too. It's like most people are doing that. Yeah. Like everyone, you know, so. There was some upset comments. <laughs> <laughs> so hurt. Yeah. <laughs> they just need to go reflect. Yeah. <laughs> well, which that sounds bad. The people listening, I'm sure your just, lo your just sold posts are different. Yeah. And they are actually, I'm sure. Well, yeah. But, it's, uh, it's, yeah. It's funny because people didn't, some people didn't read it because I was saying, I was like, 
here's the good news. We're not going to get rid of the just sold post. We're just going to make it more relevant to everyone. So turn it into like a story that you're telling about the sale and, you know, use it as a marketing tool instead of just throwing up a flyer that says just sold with like no context. It's like, nobody cares. And so a lot of people were like, saying, I, I love to tell my just solds and tell the story. And I was like, I know, that's what I said. <laughs> Literally just so that. Yeah. Agreed. Same, same. <laughs> Question though. Okay. For that, for the just solds, apparently we're going deep on that. <laughs> um, are you recommending, because so there's like the very standard picture of the house with the just sold, like the flyer that you just mentioned, that's like a single post. Mm -hmm. um, but in your in your storytelling version, is that like a reel where the agent is sharing the story or is it like a picture of the couple? I don't know. Oh, what yeah. Are you, what are your, all of that? Yeah, I see what you're saying. Um, there's a few different ways you can do it. Um, I have seen... Well, so like an easy way to do it, I'll say I love carousel posts like, you know, you make them in Canva and you swipe through the carousel posts uh, like you can upload a, a like one to ten graphics or two to ten graphics. Um, but I like to do like or we have a template like this in our membership, but it's like basically starts off with a hook like the one where everything almost fell apart. And then like the next page is like and it, you don't have to include the information about the clients if you don't want to. It can just tell like kind of like a story of the transaction. I feel like there's always something that happens in a transaction, even if it's just little. Um, and just kind of share the story so that people can relate to it and be like, this would be me if I were to ever buy a house or like the, kind of pull things that other people can relate to. Um, and it could be like just a quick like swipe story with maybe like pictures of the house and then a call to action at the end to like schedule a buyer consultation if they want to. Um, I've also seen people do like one idea that I really love, and I know it's like probably a lot of work, but to record like little clips throughout the transaction, like it doesn't even have to include their the client's face or anything, but like maybe you're meeting for coffee when you meet them and you get a little clip of the coffee and then you go to the first house and you're like opening the door and then you could create a real like, uh, buy a house with me or like walk through this transaction with me and kind of show the transaction from start to finish. Um, one agent, her, you might have, I don't know if you've talked to her before, but her Instagram handle is move me to Tennessee. Um, she works with us at coffee and contracts, but she has done a couple of reels like that. And I think they're so cool. It like walks you through the process and in like a visual way. And I feel like it's a good way to, to celebrate. You're just yeah. sold. <laughs> and I mean, humans, we're all just so attracted to like a story. Mm -hmm. So it's like sharing that transaction. Um, but also that's probably why those like get ready with me and like a day in the life. It's like, wow, I had no idea I needed to watch this girl curl her hair. I know but, like, it mesmerizes you. I've realized <laughs> yeah. that too. That's one thing that we talk about some is like the, um, like the hooks, the subconscious hooks, where if it's people on TikTok were putting on lip gloss while they were starting their video, because it like, if you're doing something, it's like, we just want to stay and watch you finish that task. Like, even if you're like making a coffee, you're just kind of like listening to them talk, watching them make the coffee, watching them clean their house. Like, I don't know why it, what's wrong with us? <laughs> it, at least it's all of us. Yeah. Like, I know. It's like, it, why is it mesmerizing? I've like, I've dude. found myself on some TikTok videos where the comments are like, why did I watch this whole thing? And I'm like, same. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> totally. 
Um, do you have any, so you mentioned like telling a story, um, you know, I'm, we're, I'm going back to the Jess Olds a little bit, telling mm -hmm. a story. And I, I feel like this is something that we hear a lot, you know, tell a story, but the art of the storytelling is, is, is challenging. It's yeah. like, what makes a good story? What makes it interesting? So I don't know if this is at all in your forte, but like, <laughs> do you have any tips on like how to tell an engaging story? I do have a tip, but I feel like it's going to get, it's going to get us a little off topic, but bear with me. I feel like it could still be really useful. Um, Dude, let's do it. I'm obsessed with ChatGPT. I will say I'll be the first to admit. Um, <laughs> and I, I have this like technique for using ChatGPT that I'll share for this because it's super helpful. I feel like it can be difficult to use ChatGPT to create content. I feel like a lot of times it, you can just tell it's like a robot. But one thing that I really yes. like to do is go to ChatGPT and say, pretend you are an expert copywriter or whatever and say, I'm, I give it context. Like I'm a real estate agent and I'm working on a post and talking about my transaction that I just went to, went through, like give it a little bit of the details and then say, ask me five clarifying questions one by one to help me write this post. So you basically like have it interview you and it helps to like pull the context out of you that's interesting from a storytelling perspective. So I like to do that because it like, because there's things about it, that, like the things about the transaction or experience that you may not think are relevant for the story, or you may just like not have, you know, the writing skills to do that. And it helps you to like pull out the content out of your head so that like in a, you know, and ask you the questions that are relevant um, to help you like create a post like that. So that's like, that's one little little strategy, but I, I had to sneak ChatGPT in there. I love ChatGPT. <laughs> you had dude. I mean, it's not, off, it's not off limits. First of all, there's nothing off limits. Um, but okay. So that's really helpful because I found that one of the things that I dislike the most about ChatGPT is thinking of what do I need to tell, mm -hmm. you know, like that it's a whole process of like, Oh my God, what are the things that I need to do? But it's, it puts it back on them. Yeah. Tell me what you need. Yeah. Yeah. And you can even give it like the role of like, pretend like you're interviewing me for blank magazine about this sale that I just did. And then it'll like come from a perspective of like a journalist and pull out the, pull the story out of you. You know, it's super interesting. For your content or for the content that you help with the real estate agents, how much of it is like the caption captions in particular mm -hmm. written by ChatGPT because I have tried and I probably am just not doing it right. Yeah. But even when I give like guidance back where I'm like, hey, don't freaking use 700 emojis anymore. <laughs> like, please stop. It you know, or the words the that emojis. are so cheesy. I know. It, like the, I'm, it has, it uses like specific words so much. I literally am keeping right. a list of them in my notes because I just think it's funny. Like it likes to use a word like, um, dynamic loves dynamic. I don't know why. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I would say, so I feel like I always talk about using ChatGPT, but I don't necessarily think I've ever like straight up copy and pasted exactly what ChatGPT has given me. A lot of times it's like a, it'll give me ideas to work with and to kind of like put into my own words. Um, and so I feel like a lot of times in my content, at least, um, it's like mostly my words and then maybe like a, a 
sentence or two that was from ChatGPT to kind of like fill in the blanks. A lot of times I'm like writing my post in one tab and I have ChatGPT pulled up in the other. And like, as I get a writer's block, I'll be like, I'll like copy what I have written so far and put it into ChatGPT and be like, help me finish this. And then it sometimes it'll kind of help me formulate my thought and be like, yes, that's what I was trying to say. And then like bring that over and maybe tweak it up a little bit. I feel like it's like, more of like a writing assistant than it is like a complete generator. Um, yeah, I feel like it's hard to just get it to give you exactly what you want. <laughs> yeah, I was like, is it just me? No, no. is it? <laughs> it's. I feel like it's the worst. That's like the thing it's the worst at is creating content. It's really good at yeah. a lot of other things. <laughs> Well, as I was just going to ask, what do like what, you know, brain dump the things that you use ChatGPT for? Everything. My therapist. <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> um, <laughs> but really, no, I do use it as my therapist sometimes. Um, I I do use it for a lot of things. Um, I use it for if I have an angry email that I'm about to fire off, I will put it into ChatGPT and help me sound more professional and not as emotional. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. Um, a lot of times, another thing I'll do is um, if I'm feeling really overwhelmed by like my, you know, things that I need to do, um, I will like just brain dump like a kind of a stream of consciousness of what I need to get done and what's stressing me out and ask it and just be like, hey, I'm feeling really overwhelmed. Here's like everything that's on my mind. Can you help me organize this? And you can even like say today I have nine to 12 available. How should I schedule? What should I schedule into like my day to day and things like that? It can kind of help you with that. Um, but and content ideas. I mean, it can help you with like coming up with content ideas, um, all that kind of stuff. I've been using there now you can like create your own GPTs. I don't know if you've yeah. heard about this. I mean, it's yeah. crazy. And I've been loving that. So I've been spending a lot of time like building, building. my knowledge base. So for anyone who doesn't know, there's this section in ChatGPT where you can just click create my ChatGPT and you can have a conversation with ChatGPT and um, and kind of build your own and it'll remember all of this information that you give it. And you can also upload documents into it. So it like has this knowledge base to pull from. Um, so I've been spending a lot of time like working on those and working on our knowledge base and even using ChatGPT to like help build that. Um, that's been that's been fun. Yeah. And can't you, can't you like share them and sell them? Yeah. I don't, I don't know how to like, I like right now you can explore a ton of people's GPTs right there for free. Um, I don't know how exactly to sell them yet unless like you can have your own private link. So you basically you could be like, have someone pay you to give them the link on the back end. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Venmo me, bro. Like, give me $5. I'll send you this link. <laughs> right. Yeah. Okay. Gotcha. Yeah. I was going to ask, I was going to ask if you were like uploading cause you know, I went and the poor listeners have heard me talk about traffic and conversion summit so many freaking times, but I went to the traffic and conversion summit <laughs> back in January and I got so much good information, um, from like for YouTube specifically, but it was like, you know, hook formulas and title formulas and like mm -hmm. thumbnail, like what's working now. And of course it's going to change in two days, but I was like, what if I could upload all of that information into, you know, the GPT and then it could help me come up with, because I feel like you said it earlier, it's like you make or break whatever content you're putting out. 
with that hook. Yeah. Like with the thumbnail whatever, or cover photo if we're talking Instagram, mm-hmm. you know, with because you have such a short window to grab attention. And so what I have found is I spend so much time thinking it, about these, mm-hmm. you know, pieces. So I'm like, could I just have, I don't know. Now you're my therapist, Julie. <laughs> <laughs> so I feel like, yeah, I, I, I have used ChatGPT to get more hook ideas, but the only way I think a lot of, sorry, the only way that I can get it to give me good hook ideas is if I give it a, li- a long list of hooks that I really like and say, create more like this. So like I said, like, I really like the hooks right now. That's like spoiler alert, hot take, like inside secret. Like it's, I don't know what those like buzzwords do. I love them. But I I had a list like that and was like, um, can you create more like this? And it, and some of them were flops, but it did have some good ideas. And I feel like you just like add the good ideas to the list and you come back and you're like, okay, give me more like these. And I feel like maybe Makes you sense. could even have like your own, because there's no limit to the GPTs you can create. You could create a specifically like hook GPT and maybe upload like a big doc, a document that's like, these are all good hooks. And, and I'll even like put the hooks into chat GPT and be like, what, how would you define these hooks? If you were going to create a GPT to create hooks like these, what, how, how would you define them? And then have well, it like, good. you know, write it for you. Do the work. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Do the work for me. <laughs> Please. Okay. So Haley, you've been in the marketing game with real estate agents in particular for years now. So what, how is your perspective or I guess like foundational knowledge of marketing evolved over time? What would you say, you know, from the beginning to where you are now, what has been that evolution? I feel like in the beginning, things were just so different on social media in general. I think personally, I've had a big shift from in the beginning, this all kind of started because of my love for graphic design and Canva. Um, I've always been very into drawing when I was young and um, wanted to major in graphic design, but didn't for some reason. Um, And then became a real estate agent and discovered Canva and I could spend forever in Canva. Love it, still (laughs) love it. So in the beginning, this all kind of happened just because I loved Canva so much. And I was like creating all of these graphics. And back then, that's when Instagram, the pretty pictures and the pretty graphics worked really well. And you could get great results from that. So um, so in the beginning, that was kind of like my main focus. And as I started Coffee and Contracts, we are like pretty much only way that we grew was through Instagram. So I learned how to use Instagram for that. But I mean, when I was an agent, I I also had kind of figured out how to use it as an agent as well. Um, So I feel like all that to say, it's kind of shifted from like more of the aesthetics and design to more of like the psychology of like grabbing someone's attention and keeping them and like why certain things are working versus why things aren't working and kind of like experimenting with that. Um, and now I'm just finding myself super interested in just like, I think with like TikTok and short form video and all that stuff, I'm finding myself just like really like watching what's working, like going on TikTok and seeing what videos are going viral and being like, okay, that video, they had the title at the very beginning and then the captions or they were doing this while they were doing the video. Like, why did that take off the way it did? Um, I don't know. That was kind of a long winded answer. (laughs) 
No, it's good. And also, I feel like you just gave listeners like the the excuse to go binge. Yeah, it's like, yeah, yeah. Go go watch a bunch of TikToks. Yeah, but like, do it strategically. I'm like, yeah, so I've been watching TikToks like six hours a day. <laughs> just <kidding>. right. <laughs> Don't leave the bed. It's fine. <laughs> but I'm working really hard. And uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Dude, of course. Well, ChatGPT is for you. But yeah, that's fine. Then I put in the ChatGPT. I'm like, why did this do well? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Okay, gotcha. So that's interesting. Yeah, I do remember those days when graphic design was like the thing. And and I think that's it's really hard to keep up. Curious about something that you find yourself like telling agents frequently to do, maybe like advice that you give them, but you find that advice hard to follow yourself. Oh, so everything. <laughs> that's such a good question though. Um, so much. So a few things. First of all, I feel like YouTube is a really big opportunity for everyone and for real estate agents um, because it's like basically you're getting kind of real estate on Google. So it's great, but it's so hard. Long form video. I, at the beginning of this year, I was like, I declared to everyone that I was going to make YouTube videos. And then I didn't make a single video. <laughs> I like keep trying and I'm like, I can't. Um, so really hard. Yeah. YouTube, like long form content. Um, that's what I tell them, but then I don't do another thing is I feel like engagement is really important on social media. So like taking the time to just genuinely interact with people, like how you're supposed, like what social media is for. Um, I feel like I kind of struggle with that, doing that intentionally. Um, and definitely showing up and like, I actually really struggle with like personal branding. That's all, that's all I do is tell agents to build their personal brand. And then like, I don't do that for myself really. <laughs> I mean, maybe I do like without even realizing it, but like, I mean, obviously we all have a personal brand. It's just like what people think of when they think of you. Um, but I always like kind of showing up on stories and like showing people behind the scenes of your life and stuff. I always tell agents, don't worry about what other people think. And, you know, like who cares? It's your business. It's free marketing. And then when it comes to me, I'm like, no, not me. <laughs> yeah. Do as I say, not as I do. Yeah. Uh, curious though. So like, Okay. First of all, I'm so with you on YouTube. I actually, I went through, I think this was back in 2022. I was like, I'm going to post a YouTube video every single week for all of 2022. I went to FinCon. Do you know what FinCon is? Uh, it sounds familiar. It's, um, it's a, where money and media meet, but it's like really Ooh. big on digital creation. Mm -hmm. Yeah, dude, I'm actually going this year if you want to go. Oh, cool. Um, but anyway, so I went up to this really big YouTuber, um, who, uh, Tim, Schmoyer, I think his name mm -hmm. is, but anyway, like really big. And I was like, dude, mark my words. I'm going to do one YouTube video for all of 2022. And he like patted me on the head. He was like, sure, sure. And I'm like, no, I'm the type of girl who does what I say I'm going to do. Dude, I made it like eight weeks. Well, <laughs> eight so weeks hard. though. That's good. I've made oh. it zero. It's hard. It's tough. I think what I've, I've been thinking about this a lot and I really like to create like carousel posts or like a blog post or even like a reel. And I've realized, and I think this is what it is, but bear with me. Um, when I create one of those, it's like I have it all right in front of me and I can like digest it and easily like pick apart everything that I've said and I can look at it all at once and be like, all right, it looks good. It's good to go. With like a YouTube video, it's so, 
I feel like I can't like look at it all at once. Like it's just so long and I'm like, I feel like I've messed up somewhere in there. This is stupid. Nobody cares about what I'm saying. Like, I don't know. It's just like, it's hard for me to wrap my head around that piece of content, if that makes sense. I'm like, this is just, I probably rambled and it didn't make sense to anyone. <laughs> no, I totally feel, I think a lot of people resonate with that, what you just said. But then you think all- about it like- Sorry, to, I feel like um, no. We're gonna say the same thing, probably. Yeah, <laughs> <Similar>. like <laughs> people like to listen to like this, a conversation, or just like a stream of consciousness, or like it's it's a different kind of content that you're consuming, but like there's a purpose for it. it like people like to listen to that long form without having like just value pack over and over. You know, I don't know. Yeah, no, for sure, and that's all, actually not at all what I was going to say. No. So. <laughs> I was going to say, if you're in your head, you're dead, Oh, which is like one of my favorite freaking sayings. I love that. Yeah. I've heard recently, uh, never trust an inside or never trust an indoors thought. So like go outside mm-hmm. if you, if you're having a thought that's like bad or like you're like yeah. being mean to yourself, go outside and then that's, you know, that's really nice. Okay. Cause continuing on this, this is now we're going real off-roading, but I heard this other one the other day. <laughs> That was never say yes in the moment. And I thought, okay, and this depends on where you are in your personal journey, because I believe, you know, when you're a new agent, you need to say yes to as many opportunities as possible, because those are experiences that are going to lay the foundation for understanding what you like, what you don't like. And you can't do that if you are not saying yes to opportunity. But then you, there comes a point in life where it like switches Mm. and it's like, okay, now, you know, and now it's time to focus and you need to stop saying yes. But a lot of people have trouble saying no. They're like, yes, people, because you want to make the other person happy. Yeah. So the rule is never say yes on the spot, you know, and just say, hey, it's a personal rule. I just don't say yes on the spot, but I will let you know within 24 hours. And then you can go back and you can think, you can check your calendar, you can blame your team if you need to. And then you don't have those moments where you show up and you're like, why did I agree to this? Like, it's two hours to go. I want to cancel. You know what I mean? I love that. I've heard, I've also heard someone say like, if you don't, if you, would you want to do it tomorrow? If not, then like, don't agree to it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, dude. And I still find myself that anyway, okay. I want to go back <laughs> uh, to, you mentioned, you know, you struggle with engaging and you mentioned, uh, what was the other one? Personal branding, showing up on stories. Do you, so do you think that that is like similar to YouTube where you just, you're like overthinking it or do you, is it because you're too busy? What um, are the the personal branding is definitely like a, uh, overthinking personal obstacle. Um, and it's, I don't know. And I know so many people that like have been in, in the feel the same way that I feel with it too. Um, I think like that one is mostly just like me getting in my own head, like that nobody cares or like, why am I doing this? Or, you know, um and the really, ing- I care. Yeah. <laughs> okay, well, do you know it. what I'll do with it. <laughs> Thank you. Like everything you put out. Yes. <laughs> and the engagement thing, that's maybe a busy thing, but I it's actually not. That's an excuse because I will like I just said, I do my TikTok research. I scroll. I'm guilty of it. <laughs> I one thing I've been trying to do this year is just spend my time on social media more intentionally. So, cuz a lot of times I'll I'll get on like to check a message or something and then you, you end up scrolling for, you know, 
an hour and it's like you just yeah. wasted so much time. I'd rather like and you didn't do the thing. Yeah, either. you didn't do the thing. You didn't cl- yeah. clear the inbox. So <laughs> I feel like I have a, and it's annoying. Like I have a bunch of messages sitting there and I'm like, and then I just am scrolling and not like doing what I'm supposed to be doing. Um, and so, yeah, one of my goals this year is to like time block, like in my calendar, like respond to messages, respond mm. to comments or like interact, like engage with other accounts, you know, um, it's hard because social media is so distracting. <laughs> so just, yeah. And literally we're also talking about how to pull in interest, yeah. hook people, keep that like <laughs> other people are doing a great job. <laughs> Yeah, no, for sure. I'm curious, um, what is what does your day look like? You know, besides the six hours on TikTok yeah. and the occasional podcast with me. It's all what, TikTok. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> what is cause you're running you're running a whole ass business mm-hmm. that you've been doing for years and it's it's grown up. Like I've watched the growth and it's oh, cool. very cool, by the way. Thank you. So what is like a day in the life of Haley look like? Um, a day in the life is I wake up. <laughs> there I am. Just Good kidding. start. Yes. <laughs> you did it. <laughs> I rise out of bed. Um, I no, that part, I guess that part's not really relevant, but <laughs> whenever I get to work, I oops, sorry, I don't want to knock the camera over. Um, basically what I'm working on right now is, and I feel like my, my day has changed. Like if you asked me this last year, it would have been different. But now I have someone who she's been working with me since the very beginning, pretty much. She's amazing. Um, She is like the head of our members content now. So she handles like the creation of the members content. And then um, so my day to day looks like website improvements and working with our like website development team on fixing the website um and making upgrades and stuff like that and planning the future of that um it also looks like meeting with like partners we have like certain partners who promote us and um work with us and contractors and vendors and stuff like that um and a lot of time working on content for our social media um and then like kind i've been working a lot on like building out a strong team. So I just hired someone else. Um, and so it's a lot of like, just kind of figuring out how to give them responsibilities and then, you know, let the hands off the wheel a little bit. <laughs> Do you, so it's interesting cause you started with like creating graphics mm-hmm. and now it's like, you're meeting with partners and contractors, you're building out a website. Like do you, are you happy with the transition of your role or do you miss, I don't know. It's definitely like, it's so funny that whenever like you start doing something that you love and then once you like start making money from it, then it's like not as fun. <laughs> like I used to love like getting my hands dirty in Canva. Um, and I still do, but it seems like I, I enjoy it the most when I'm doing it. Like like sometimes I'll create like social media graphics for like a friend or something like just for fun. And like, I love that. Like, I feel like that gets me excited now. Like it's kind of become work some ways, but, but sometimes I'll have like a, a, I'll, you know, have like a, a strike of inspiration and want to. Um, But 
Yeah, I feel like the hardest part for me has been, I actually love like the website stuff. I love, I think that was like part of why I created Coffee and Contracts too, is because I love the whole like aspect of like building a website. I don't know. I love that. Um, so that's been fun and like improving the user experience and stuff like that and just like working on that. Um, but when it comes to like managing people, that's definitely been the hardest part. It's not what I not what I like signed up for, <laughs> but I'm learning and it's fun and it's rewarding and stuff. And especially like being able to build out a team with really cool people that you enjoy working with. Um, but yeah, there, it's just hard to like, even not even with the team, but sometimes with like, with vendors you work with or uh, contractors or agencies that you work with, it's hard to like lay the hammer down for me sometimes. <laughs> Dude, yeah, people are tough. Yeah. And, and business is just tough in general. And I was asking that question, I mean, because a lot of it's, although you're not a real estate agent, it's kind of like the same concept in a lot of ways of anyone who's starting their own business, where it's like you start out doing all the things mm -hmm. and you probably got into it for a specific reason. And then the goal usually is like growth, Yeah, you know, more, bigger, you know, all those things, but with, with growth comes that evolution of your position within the business too. Mm -hmm. And so it's, it's just something that I think about sometimes where it's like, sometimes we want to change the position that we're in, mm -hmm. but, but maybe we don't. And I'm not saying this about you. I'm just saying like, no. I'm, you know, no, that's so I'm true. Amusing. I agree. Yeah. There's this book called, uh, called company of one. And I heard a, the interview with this guy that wrote the book and he's talking about how, I think he's like a designer or something. And he like strategically is like a company of one. He like doesn't have a team because he's like, I love his ideal day is like just to design when he wants to. And like, you know, so he was like, I think maybe he like built a team and then, and then was like, no, I'm just going to do it myself. <laughs> totally. Totally. And sometimes you have to live it before, you know, Yeah, too. <laughs> Okay, Haley, what is a habit that has significantly impacted your life? Mm. Positively or negatively? I'm <laughs> just kidding. What I, I was going for positively, but you know, this is your show. This is your world. I'm just living in it. <laughs> okay. Therapy <laughs> call. No, I'm just kidding. Um, ChatGPT. It's your therapist. Okay. One habit that has significantly impacted, I think probably i mean i don't know if this is like a, a this kind of a small thing but um probably time blocking has been really big for me i mean that's just something that's been on my mind a lot recently because i feel like at the end of last year at the end of 2023 i was like i was just feeling so burnt out like there were just days where i would like be i would be sitting at my desk and would, would just want to go like crawl into my bed and just like hide. Like I was just feeling beyond burnt out. And I realized that I was getting burnt out because not because I was working too much because I constantly felt myself like being feeling very inspired to work and being like, oh no, I should stop because I'm working too much. But I realized that like, that's not really the problem. It's more that like I wasn't actually getting done anything that I needed to be getting done. So every day I would start my day and be like, or every day I would finish my day and be like, I worked all day and I didn't even get done like these important things that I needed to. Um, so I just feel like burnout was coming from like not spending my time intentionally. So when I started time blocking, I feel like that has helped me so much because it forces me to focus on the things that I'm saying I'm going to focus on. Um, 
So, and it sometimes it's hard to, you know, continue to do that. But like on days where I do it really well, I feel like I get so much more done than I was, even though it's hard to stick to sometimes, but that's been a big game changer. Love that. Yes. I'm a big time blocking calendar girl myself. I love that. Uh, <laughs> okay. Before we move into wrap up questions, there's actually two little things I want to do first. The first is you brought an awesome tool for our toolbox. Would you like to share what that is? Oh yeah. It's um, 30 content ideas. So pretty simple to the point, just like some quick ideas. You know what? Hack, copy and paste them, put them into ChatGPT. You can get even more. <laughs> There it is. Okay, perfect. So listeners, go to realestaterockstarsnetwork.com and get Haley's 30 freaking days of content ideas for real estate agents. It is legit. And Haley, my last question before we go to wrap up is what did we not cover that you think might be beneficial for our listeners? Ooh, that's a good one. Oh, dude, I'm just hitting you with them today. <laughs> I've got good one after good one. <laughs> Um, what did we not cover? Um, we didn't talk about email marketing really. Um, that's something that, that comes up quite a bit. Um, I always recommend our, to our members, like for an agent, it's hard to, you know, have a full on email newsletter that you're working on every week cause you're a full-time real estate agent. So I say create a monthly email newsletter where you're providing value, like local events that are coming up this month and like a housing market update. Like it could be a quick video that's like not just a bunch of numbers, but like, hey, here's me. Here's what the housing market's doing. This is what I'm seeing on the boot with my boots on the ground and have a call to action. Like one, you know, want to see what your the market looks like in your neighborhood or whatever. Basically build out an email newsletter with like a ton of value that people actually care about, not just like a home maintenance checklist. Um, and promote that like you would a product, like just constantly be promoting your email newsletter and sending that out. Honestly, I feel like as a resident of St. Pete, I would love for a real estate agent to send me a monthly email newsletter where I could see all the local events that are happening this month and see a little housing market update. Um, so if you're in the St. Pete area, let me know so I can sign up. <laughs> Do the work for her. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, wrap up question number one. What is your favorite app or tool besides Canva? Okay. Um, okay. There's an app that I'm obsessed with right now. It is not an app yet, but it's about to be an app. It's in beta mode. It's called stylo.ai, S-T-I-L-O.ai. And it's basically an AI powered journal that remembers everything that you've ever talked about with it. So it's incredible. I'm obsessed with it. When you log in, it has like these questions that it's like, hey, how's your goal of blank doing? And then it like has a conversation with you and then it remembers it. I just, I can't, got to go check it out. What? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Everyone go check it out. <laughs> Haley, what events are you going to in the next 12 months? Um, Okay. I were, I'm working on, I actually was thinking about that today. I'm working on figuring out that answer, but I, I'm planning to go to more. All I know, well, I actually, I don't know yet. To be determined. We'll post on Instagram story. <laughs> per oh, see, perfect. And I was also going to say, you should come to Tom Ferry Summit. That's oh, the one. Yeah, so that would be awesome. Yeah. Um, I went last year for the first time. It was amazing. Real Estate Rockstars Mastermind is also amazing, of course, but it is sold out for this year. So you'll have to catch us next year. I'll be there next um, year. 
There it is. But yeah, Tom Ferry and uh, lots of people are going. I'm like making a list of everyone who's going so I don't forget so I can like track them all down. Okay. Add me so, to the list. Let's I, okay, let's perfect. say that. <laughs> I will see you there. Okay. Uh, how can listeners help you in your business? Basically like hit, people have been listening and they're like, I want more of Haley. I want to be a part of her company. Hit us with what that looks with like. the whatever with you want with say. all the things so with the things okay <laughs> so i feel like i am hanging out on instagram all the time so you can hang out over there it's at coffee contracts no and and then if you want to sign up for our membership it's coffeecontracts.com no and again that domain name was already taken and they said it would be five thousand dollars to buy it so damn <laughs> Uh, and what if they sign up, like what is real quick, what do they, what value can they expect? Yeah. So when you sign up, you get access to basically like a content vault with a ton of Canva templates. We have a ton of social media post templates, um, printables, like marketing guides, flyers, checklists, presentations, Instagram stories. Um, and then basically, so like when you log in, you have access to a dashboard with all of this and we have a daily strategy um, where we give you like an Instagram story idea to help you build your personal brand, an engagement task to help you, you know, grow your Instagram account. And then a daily insight, which is just like a quick tip to help you learn how to use Instagram to build your business. Um, and then we have daily social media posts in a Facebook group. and. You know, you just got to check it out and then you can cancel if you don't like it. <laughs> Perfect. I love it. I'm sure they'll all love it. Okay, guys, you heard it. Go over Coffee Contracts, hang out with Haley and watch her stories, her YouTube channel that's coming soon. We're coming all soon. Subscribe. Don't hold your breath. <laughs> <laughs> Haley, thank you so much for coming on the show and hanging out with me today. It has been super fun hanging with you. Thank you for having me. Yes. And listeners, real quick, in case you want to hang out with me and the owner of the show, we are The Shelby Show and Aaron Amujastegi on the gram. And if you don't watch this on YouTube, this is on YouTube. And it's so fun because you get to see us and our freaking hand movements and, you know, the little weird things that we do behind the scenes. You're missing out if you're not on YouTube. So go over there, subscribe, comment, all the things, call to actions, blah, blah, blah. Real estate rock stars. <laughs> thanks for listening. <laughs> This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.